Yeah, you already know what it is, your boy Ben's alongside Christina. We have the Spark Up Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Episode 152. 151. Episode 151. I'm skipping. You're skipping. We're not there yet. We're not quite there. Welcome, everybody, to episode 151. I'm wearing my shades because the summer is here. Well, it's not officially here, according to the calendar, but... We are live and direct from hot weather, although it was a little cool today. This is the vibe, of course. Never get sick of this one. So I slowly hey. came to see 
This Rilla and B.I.G. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That remix is fire. This song, honestly, to me, never gets played out. It's it's just perfect. Like, everything about it. The production, the vocals, the the ad-libs. Everything, man. Shout out to Mary J. Blige, who's having a hell of a year. She just had her Strength of a Woman Festival a couple weeks ago. Um, I know somebody that was present. Um, and they said that it was amazing. So shout out to And yeah, I'm just glad that she's alive to receive her flowers and that we, we got to see her legacy in full. You know, she didn't, it wasn't always the easiest, but she made it through. And we still have her here. So congratulations, Mary J. Blige. You're out here. I'm trying to look like her at her age. She looks amazing. She's yeah. like 50. She looked great. And she looks better than a lot of... She looked better than me. But you know what they say, black don't crack. Black don't crack. But before we start the show, I want to give um, a shout out to the LGBTQ plus community. It is officially Pride Month. Um, So be gay, loud, and proud for not only this month, but forever. And fuck what everybody says. And also a shout out to the Albiso family. Today is the first. It's officially been five months since my cousin passed away in a car accident. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know, it's been an ongoing thing I've been talking about. And, um, you know, justice for Nalio Maris. We are still in the midst of that trial and um, gone, but never forgotten. So, yeah, rest in peace, Nalio Maris. And... Shout out to everybody that is getting their summer body ready. Everybody that's at the gym or not at the gym, you know, whatever summer body or summer ready looks like for you. They dropped the day trail ticket, day trail tickets. They sold out in, I don't even know, probably like three hours, not in minutes, but you know, this crazy thing. Remember when Sabrina told us that people Mm -hmm. think that she gives her early bird tickets to her friends. Mm -hmm. I know why people say that. I because was literally on the so website fast. one minute and then two minutes, boom, gone. Early bird tickets. And there was another pair of tickets that were for cheap, but I got my ticket. <laughs> I'm going to be outside with the girlies. <sighs> it is officially summer when day trail hits. So no, I feel good about no, that. Now, how are you celebrating summer? What is your ideal summer? Mm, my ideal summer, I guess, is, I guess, cookout food. Maybe maybe cookout food is not mandatory, but the time, having time to just chill, like be outside, literally, like physically in the outside space, like on a porch somewhere or at the park, maybe at a pool, uh, anything that I can do to soak up the sun, being outside, even something simple as just like driving down a main strip and being seen or walking down. That's that to me is how I enjoy the summer. How about you? I, I, I like to go to the beach. I really like the water. I've never seen you at no damn beach. I, I mean, I don't go to the beach. I like to go fishing by the beach. Mm, the is, beach is nice. You know what I mean? 
which is very relaxing. And we're fortunate enough to live by like, I don't even know how many beaches we have here. We have a lot of beaches in Rhode Island. So shout out to Rhode Island for being an island, being surrounded by water. That's why they call us the ocean state. That is literally exactly why they call us the ocean state. But the um, the streets have a chokehold on us. They have the people on Choke speed dial. on us or chokehold on you? No, not on me. I haven't been in these streets in a long time. I haven't gone out in maybe two weeks. I've been in the house. That's a long um, time. Yeah, that's a long time for me. I just I'm trying to like, I guess, get a hold of my mental health before I hit the streets and make bad decisions or just doing the most. I feel like people think they have to do so much. Mm-hmm. Because it's the summertime, but I feel like just enjoying the weather is good enough for me. But I'm not going to speak for the days to come. So, because this is our last episode. I'm not going to be out here wilding, but there's nothing I have not done outside. There's nothing I haven't done before. I've done it all. Going to the beach, drinking on the beach, um, day parties, brunches. Like, none of it is new. So, it's just, it's just optional at this point. But I am excited about the summer. I am excited about the summer. I'm actually excited. You know what? I'm looking forward to the Dominican Festival this year. I think I'm going to take Emma to the DR Fest this year. Cool. Because it's culture. Like, I don't know. I think we, it's this generation's job to create the traditions or keep the traditions going. Like, I notice a lot of people aren't doing the things our parents did with us. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't see a lot of cookouts on Memorial Day. I didn't hear anything about fireworks. Like, maybe I'm out of the loop, but I don't know. So, this year I'll be at the DR Festival and uh, I'll be chilling in the grass with a lawn chair and snacks. Well, I'll be going away, hopefully. Yeah. Where are you going? Well, I'm going far away from here. <laughs> you can't say. Why are you being so secretive? <laughs> I'm not I'm not being secretive. I, I just want to go away you know i'm going to a few places um new york chicago dr okay you know so it's gonna be a fun summer a lot of things going on i would i would i used to be so hung up on traveling during the summertime but i like summers in providence they're lit like i want to go away in the winter time but in the summertime i don't mind sticking sticking around but Before we get into the culture shock, I want to give a shout out to our listeners and supporters. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, I snuck it in that this is our last episode of the season. We are headed to a much needed break. If you don't already know, we will be uh, at the PVD Fest June 11th at 1 p.m. to 5 (laughs) p.m. Shout out to us. Shout out to all the creatives and the entrepreneurs that have agreed to come through and um be guests so we're gonna be doing like just a bunch of guests we're gonna be doing what we do on a podcast but outside more fun more lighthearted, more uh quick paced and so i am looking forward to seeing how that turns out and yeah that's all that i have i don't have oh shout out to chris fame who is having a networking event if you're listening to this on thursday it's tonight at Revival from 7 to 11, I want to say. So go out there, network. I'm sure he'll be having more. I hope you have more, Chris Fame. Get on it. 
get on it because the third shift is dope and we need that and that's necessary. Viral got a lot of events going on lately. Yeah, they do. And there's also a Juneteenth celebrate. Well, that spray is mad rude. Did you see that? (laughs) (laughs) There's a Juneteenth celebration too coming up. I don't have it pulled up, but you can find that uh, event on Facebook if you're here in Rhode Island, pull up, make some Juneteenth plans, be black and be proud, but don't be buying no Juneteenth ice cream from Walmart. Because if you do, I'm roasting you forever and you're getting your black car revoked. How about the plates and the cups? No, none of it. <laughs> like the nerve of them to have Juneteenth uh, merch when they didn't even want to acknowledge it in the first place. You know how long it took them to make it up? A very long time. Forever. It took them to make it a holiday. Now they want to have all this merch. I mean, the qu- the quicker it becomes a holiday, the more money I can make on it. That's ridiculousness. But yeah, that's all that I have for shout outs. Do you have anything before we head to this culture shock that is full of shock? <laughs> full of shock, um, tragedy. I'm just going to say thank you to, to the listeners, you know, just like, like you did, you know, just because... Yeah, y'all always tuning in. Y'all always, you know, and there's some people that's been on here for a long time. Literally since we started. Shout out to you Nye know. and Jillian, two very loyal supporters. Supporters from Massachusetts, California, and places like that. Like, you know, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Season 12, technically. Ruben doesn't like to say season, so we <laughs> haven't said seasons in a long time. But yes, this is our 12th season. 12th season, fifth year, going on sixth in September. So congratulations to us. When in doubt, keep going. Jim Jones, I heard Jim Jones on the million dollar million dollars worth the game podcast, mm-hmm. and Wallow asked him, How do they stay motivated? And he said, When when you feel like you're losing motivation, just stay consistent because during consistency, you will find the motivation. So that's what we do here. We keep it consistent. We treat this like it's our job, even though we are dropping this episode madly. We usually drop Tuesdays, so we're dropping this on a Thursday. But better late than never. Bitches, Sparkle Podcast, the number one podcast in Rhode Island. If you don't know, now you know. So let's get into the messiness. Yes, let's get into the culture shock. So unfortunately, we are starting the culture shock with a tragic accident that happened on Monday, May 30th on the Connecticut, Rhode Island border. Four young people died in a car crash. 18-year-old driver, Johan Santana, Lixandra Terrero Almonte, I hope I'm saying these names right, Jasmine Perez, Erica Perez, and they were both 21. Well, they're all 21 except for the driver. Four very young people. Um, many people gathered at the Roger Williams Park for a memorial. And uh, a lot of people are mourning right now. A lot of people knew these young people. A lot of people's families are like intertwined, like the Perez family. Jasmine Perez, rest in peace. Um, her family is... Uh, good friends with my mom my mom's boss and old friend used to work very closely to um her uncle and the way this family is i just know i mean i'm every family's hurting of course but 
me knowing firsthand experience how this family this, that family is very much like ours they get together mm -hmm. a lot they're all very young very loving people and so i can only imagine what they're going through right now to lose somebody so young and so tragically and um you know it's a terrible way for this family these families to start the summer um but when tragedies happen like this i I'm trying to have this habit, trying to find a habit of finding the godly things in, in terrible situations because it is terrible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like there's nothing else you can say. It's just terrible. It's tragic. But in order to move on and I think to be at peace, you kind of have to find the lesson in it. And for me, what I found the lesson is not only driving carefully and wearing your seatbelts, but also just being smart about decisions and planning accordingly. Like I find myself rushing everywhere I go because I'm not planning accordingly. Like, Oh, I'm late. I got to do this. And I'm rushing and I'm driving quick. Like those moments are what lead to accidents or what lead to, you know, bad decisions. You're not really thinking clear. Like I'm not saying anything about these young kids. I don't know. We don't know. We weren't there. Um, and unfortunately, they didn't live to tell the story. Actually, there's one person that's in critical condition and, um, you know, prayers out to their family, literally praying. I've been praying um, for this person to make it out and, you know, and live to tell the story. I, I can't even imagine what it's like to wake up in a hospital and everybody you were with is gone. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just trying to find the lessons in this tragedy and, and hopefully these young people impacted their friends in a way that they'll make better decisions if this was caused by a bad decision or just something as simple as wearing your seatbelt. You're not too cool to wear a seatbelt. Just put the seatbelt on. I lost a friend tragically in 2004 um, in a car accident because she was not wearing her seatbelt. She literally ejected out of the car. So, you know, seatbelts... I know a lot of people don't wear them because I don't know what it is about like not wearing a seatbelt and connecting that to feeling cool. Like I remember being younger and putting my seatbelt on and then putting the strap behind me or not even putting it at all because I don't know why. I just, I don't know who's to say why, what was happening. Um, but I just pray that this family, these families and friends find some sort of peace in this. I don't I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know what it's going to take, but unfortunately life goes on and and when we lose people, we have to find new ways to live. And what I say to those families is hold on to the good memories because some people go and you don't have good memories with them. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately these people were so young, they didn't really get to live their full life. That's what hurts me the most. It's like, dang, 21 full of life full of life like they had so much ahead of them and um you know for whatever reason it, it was their time so rest in peace to those four young people that lost their lives and our condolences to all the families and friends affected by this in the whole city too because the whole city you could feel like people were really impacted by this tra tragedy yeah i know I know, I know how it feels to lose, you know, a friend, um, due to tragedy. Like, you know, um, 
things like that do happen and it's take my message to y'all is take your time to heal mm-hmm. don't 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 rush to get through it you know just kind of you know take your time just take your time and find healthy ways to heal too i know like younger people not even younger people but all people especially people of color deal with tragedy with substance and you know smoking weed and drinking and partying take the time for real because one thing i've learned about mourning is that it comes in waves and today you're fine and you're laughing and then the next minute you're crying and it's literally day by day minute by minute so like ruben said just take your time man it's it's terrible it's very very terrible and i try not to dive into these things because i hold on to these people like i know them but um yeah rest in peace to those four young people and we hope that everybody out there is driving safely and making the right decisions so that we can survive this summer please i beg because the city already has been like kind of all over the place but i digress moving on to some more i guess strange news this amy heard versus johnny depp uh freaking what's it called this case has been going for six weeks have you been watching any of this mumbo jumbo just the highlights like when when the savage moments happen <laughs> like the one dude that um the lawyer goes oh you're seeking a moment and he's like no you by taking this case is seeking a career mm. And yeah, Johnny Depp and was not everybody in the there. courthouse is looking at him like, oh. yeah. Amy Heard was flamed. up there lying on oath and doing a. You know what? She deserves an award. Honestly, she's a really good actress. She was up I mean, there acting her ass. You could just tell I mean, she's lying. That, that courthouse was full of actors. Literally, no, literally, it really was. <laughs> And so Every, after everybody was acting, everybody, even was, the judge was acting. It's a hot, I don't even know how to feel when celebrities are in court because what they like should make a show out of it. It basically was a show. It oh, was live. <laughs> it was live every day. Like if we gave a fuck, but um, the principle, the matter, the mm-hmm. focus point of this case was very serious. Obviously, it was for. You know, there was a lot of domestic violence involved. Uh, Johnny Depp was abused for a long time and nobody believed him because he's a man. And of course, they gave the woman the benefit of the doubt. So six years later, I think they divorced six years ago and six weeks later, finally, the court sides with Johnny Depp. Um, the jury found Depp guilty on only one uh, claim and then found Amy Heard guilty on all three claims. So he owes her two million and she owes him fifteen million dollars. Look at how they're just throwing M's around. <laughs> I know, it's like <laughs> hot cakes. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but yes, that's finally over. Now I can stop no. seeing those stupid notifications on Facebook. <laughs> no, you're gonna continue seeing those. That's dumb. It's funny. Um you're gonna you're gonna see more more cases like this. I will say, um, actually let me read it. Johnny Depp put out a statement basically talking about how he hopes that with this him coming forward that more men or women come out and and tell their truth no matter what it is 
So let me pull it up right here. It was actually pretty long. I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing. But here it is. He said, six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me. Wow, I'm old. I got to zoom in. And also the lives of the people who for many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed. All in the blink of an eye. False, very serious, and criminal allegations were, what did that say? Levied at me via the media. Yo, I can't read. I need glasses. My glasses are over there. Which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content, although no charges were ever brought against me. It had already traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond, and it had a... This man is using words I've never seen before in my life. Seismic impact on my life and my career i don't know what i'm saying i sound so illiterate and six years later the jury gave me my life back i am truly humbled my decision to pursue this case knowing very well the height of the legal hurdles that i will be facing in the inevitable worldwide a peck i can't do this johnny depp why are you doing this into my life was only made after considerable thought you know when you read in class and you try to read the words in your head before the teacher calls on you. That's the kind of pressure I feel right now. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all those who have blah, 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 blah. Another, and he goes, I wish to acknowledge the noble work of the judge, the jurors, the court staff, and the sheriffs who have sacrificed their own time to get to this point and to my diligent and unwavering legal team who did an extraordinary job in helping me to share the truth. The best is yet to come. And he said, I hope that my quest to have the truth be told will be help, will, will have helped others, men or women, who have found themselves in my situation and that those supporting them never give up so yes that's what he said and you know if you've been following this johnny depp lost a lot of job opportunities i'm pretty sure they released him from the paris pirates of the of caribbean. caribbean five was supposed to um start filming yeah so hopefully they'll give that back to him now that he kind of sort of beat this case and yeah and your girl amy heard had quite a few things to say i'm gonna read a little bit because she's a liar the disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not the mountain of evidence was still not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power influence and sway of my ex-husband. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could publicly be shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. I believe Johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore evidence that was so... This is where I have to stop because she makes no sense. Freedom of speech was not... I don't understand. Like, she spoke. Nobody took away her freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. She got to stand on oath and testify and say what she had I mean, to he say. Was guilty as of one exactly and it was six long weeks and then she ends by saying i'm sad i lost this case but i am sadder still that i seem to have lost a right i thought i had as an american why is it when pe white people 
are put on blast for their wrongdoings. It's my right. It, they talk about freedom of speech. I don't understand. That shit is weird to me. But I'm glad it's over. And I hope that they find peace. And I hope we all learned that um, you got to give men the benefit of the doubt, too. Because some women are really out here uh, abusing people, abusing men. And it's true. And it happens. It might not be as common. But, but it is happening. But it is happening. And moving on to the Buffalo tra- tragedy that happened. Dang, was it like two weeks ago already? Mm, Three weeks, weeks ago. There's, there's been like eight different tragedies that happened since, since then. There was one literally today. So the guy that was um, that killed the black people in the Buffalo supermarket is being charged with domestic terrorism motivated by hate and 10 counts of first degree murder. So domestic terrorism equals to life in jail and first degree murder equals to 20 to 25 years life or death penalty. And now we have another dreadful case to watch. I don't know how this will end, but this should be a no brainer. I feel like this should definitely be a no brainer, but you never know. America will surprise you every time. And did you see actually the the reporter that stopped Ted Cruz? Because Ted Cruz made these had these ridiculous ideas. Listen to what he said that we should only have one door in every school for entry. So yeah, I, did, I did hear something like that, but it didn't make sense. So you're telling me that a door you can only enter, but you can't exit. How does that make sense? Uh, you can enter or exit the same door. I don't. <laughs> It sounds really stupid. And Trump was saying some dumb stuff like uh, metal, ca- uh, not cages, metal fences and metal detectors. And uh, then they kept saying this stupid ass saying, you know, the 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 cure to a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with the gun. And they have compilations of them, like each of them saying this stupid ass shit. And it makes no sense. I don't understand why they just won't crack down on the guns it's clearly the guns and this is the only country that has these things happening these mass shootings with the exception of new zealand in 2019 but besides that school shootings mass shootings in the movie theaters at the mall like this shit is at the supermarket it's ridiculous the boston bombing too mm-hmm. almost forgot about at that a one. hospital today yeah like it, I don't know how people like, even have access to stuff like this. But I don't know. I don't have any answers for this. I don't have I, any I answers think, either. But I do think that gun laws have to be more strict. Why I is it so easy for people in the South to get those kinds of weapons? I think nobody just wants to take accountability. Everybody wants to, you see, like Ted Cruz was like, put doors, Trump. Build fences. I mean, let's just run mental health backgrounds on these guys. Or let's give everyone some kind of mental health assistance. Literally everyone. Make it a requirement. Because facts. people that do this are clearly... What is that noise? No, we are in the hood for real. (laughs) Is that a... Yes. What is that? It's probably Is what? Your dad? <laughs> Is that what he said, Jamie? Yeah. 
There's no, there's no law in tomorrow. But um, what were you saying? I was distracted by <laughs> random shit happening in the background. Um, no, I was just saying like, oh, know, they don't take accountability. They don't take accountability. Like, you you could be for guns and all that, but you know, in times like this, you know, mm-hmm. somebody got to take it. We don't need guns in the streets, though, especially not assault weapons. It just doesn't. The, the make thing sense. is that if that is a right, right. Let's just play it out like they always say it's a right to own my guns. Okay, um fine. You have your right. But to get that right, you would have to get a mental health background check. Well, yeah, these guys if could you just don't walk clear, in somewhere and get a gun. Then I mean regardless if they can't get it. No, I'm saying get it these illegally. guys like in the south specifically in Texas and I think Oklahoma, you could just walk into like a flea market, for example, mm-hmm. and get a gun. Yeah. It's easier to get a gun than it is. Somebody said this. I forgot who it was. It's easier to get a gun than to get permission. Baby form- formula right now. Not baby formula, but like if you go fishing mm-hmm. right now without permission, you can get in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. But you can go and get a gun yeah. anytime. It makes I, no sense. I just think, you know, and, and I am... A gun owner slash, you know, I am registered and all that. And I can say like, yo, let's run background checks on everybody. Do a little better on that, at least like, you know, a little better. They, they, Just get rid of it. Oh, what's the point? It doesn't make no. I don't even think police I mean, officers but, need guns. The These is, niggas are killing black people for left and right. I, I understand. But if you're against against it, you can't just be. Ban it from everybody. Why not? Why not? It's not gonna happen. But why? No, I'm saying I'm asking you. Why can't you do that? Because you already had something in place that didn't ban them. Dismantle it. How 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 do you do that? You remedy it by taking background. There is no remedy though. The remedy that that remedy is not strong enough and strict enough. They need to just get rid of. Weapons, especially assault weapons, they so should you, not be in the so hands of anybody. Do that is the question. Clean them up. Go to these flea markets. Go to these WalMarts in the South and take them out the stores. It's that simple. Take them off the black it's, market. The same way that a regular person right now, I can go to the black market mm-hmm. and buy a gun. Is the same way the police can go and buy them back or get them all and collect them all. It's gonna take a while, but. This just doesn't need to be weapons in the hands of civilians. Barely in the hands of police officers. So why in the hands of civilians? Why is it so easy for... How old is this guy? Like 20, 21, 23, something like that? I don't know his age. I never cared to look. Yeah, but... But that doesn't make sense. If something is motivated, they're going to... They're going to get it regardless, however they're going to do it. Yeah, but if we can lessen the chances, why not do that? If we can lessen the chances for this to happen, why not take those steps? Why not take protocol and be strict on it so that this can stop happening? Why is it that we have to keep hearing about the same thing? Like, this is not just old people they're killing it's not not to say we should kill old people but i'm saying like this is all kinds of people that are being killed every mass shooting has different motives some we don't even know the motive this one in buffalo was for racism 
this one in this school shooting, who knows what it was for, but you killed little children, like kids, babies. No, I agree with you. That's if that's not enough for them to be like, yeah, let me just sign this bill. Then what is it going to take? This country is ghetto. I want out of here. I'm going to Canada or something. I heard you just need good credit to go to Canada. But speaking of Canada, Oof. I don't know if this if, is speaking of Canada. If getting to Canada right now was a, was a choice. I couldn't listen, even get in. Canada has uh, legal weed and so does Rhode Island. We'll give some air horns. Now y'all can smoke your weed in peace. Rhode Island, I put 19th, but I really meant to put 17th. Or, yeah, 17th. Rhode Island becomes the 17th state to legalize marijuana recreationally. So now you can smoke weed recreationally. And it was passed on Wednesday, May 25th. As if the streets didn't already smell like weed every time you drive. (laughs) Literally, you open your window and you can get secondhand smoking. It's crazy. People smoke weed all the time. But... I guess now everyone can do it in peace. And what I really like about this is that there is, um, there will be expungement happening. So people that are, let me see, it says it right here. This is this promise. There's promises for automatic expungement of past marijuana possession convictions and reserves a quarter of new retail store licenses for minority communities disproportionately hurt by the war on drugs. Um, but it also did say that this will take up to two years for this process. So although their records will be expunged, they still have to go to trial and get mm-hmm. released and all that. But that's great news. You know, unfortunately, they had to do the time. But here we are now in a new in a new world, I guess. And uh, Governor McGee says it's a win both socially and economically. And I agree. And starting December 1st, it will be up for sale. We only have three dispensaries out here and six are in planning. So by the end of, I say, 2023, there will be several dispensaries all over the state selling weed. Now all you got to do is pull up with your ID and get yourself a pre-roll. Get yourself some uh, some flowers is what they call it on the uh, at the dispensaries. Some edibles, you know, get high in a healthy way, in a safe way. But the weed will be taxed at 20%. 20% is for a new cannabis tax. 3% is for the community tax in which it's sold, which I don't like. And I'll go, I'll tell you why after. And 7% mm-hmm. is for the state. The reason why I don't like the 3% for the community tax in which it's sold is because these dispensaries, we already know where they're going to be at. Warwick, Cranston. Mm-hmm. Coventry. You'd be surprised. If there's one in Providence, hip hip hooray. But I mean there is one in Providence. The there's a dispensary in Providence? Yeah. Where? By the post office. On Hartford Avenue? No. No. Well, which post office? Over on the north side? Yeah. Really? Well then I take it back. But three percent, that's kinda low. Why didn't they put the three percent tax? For the new cannabis tax, and then the ten percent for the community, that would make more sense. Because more but goes anyway, to the government. I mean, either way, it's all going to the government. So, <laughs> congratulations to the government. Y'all are the biggest scammers of all time, and um, this is a big move for white people because for black people, it's really hard to get licensed, 
and I mean, they also you, can't afford it. You can't say like that because it's true, though. You have to go through a process to to get there. I know that, but you know how hard it is for a black person to get through that process. Very hard, and it's very expensive. But we don't know yet because no, we do know. There's studies in a lot of articles on it. I understand that, but we don't know if right now there's a black person running to open a dispensary. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's harder. Most of the dispensaries that we have in New England, anyway, the ones in Attleboro, there's three. I mean, not Attleboro, Massachusetts. There's three near us. They're all white owned. There's one black owned in Boston and there's two others in Boston and they're also white owned. So I named what, like 10 and only one is black owned. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, who's smoking the weed, you know, who's growing the shit. Speaking of growing, let me get into the details. They answer some questions here for us folks who are really concerned about this. Let me go back to this. So people have been asking, okay, so weed is legal recreationally. Where can we smoke it? According to this article, the Providence Journal, you can smoke marijuana anywhere that you can smoke a cigarette. So it says cannabis use would be banned anywhere where cigarette smoking is now banned. But if it's legal to smoke a cigarette on Main Street in West Warwick right now, you'll be able to smoke cannabis too. And then they say that, you know, if this gets out of hand, then they'll go into, you know, making specific laws for where and when you can't smoke. But basically anywhere you can smoke a cigarette right now, today, you can smoke a blunt and not get in trouble. That's craziness. You imagine going, <laughs> you imagine everybody's pulling up everywhere with blunts. Everybody's been doing that. Though. Yeah, but it has been discreet. You can't just I smoke up. At PVD's fest a few years ago, I smoked the blunt right in, walked right by the cop. Yes, but now that it's legal, you don't think more people are going to do it now? For sure. Okay, that's my I'm, point. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of never been discreet. It has been. You'd be surprised how many people are, like, not doing this out in the streets like that. Now you can smoke it anywhere. Will you be able to grow your own marijuana in Rhode Island? Yes, immediately. The law allows people to have three growing plants and three dry plants. Hmm. Interesting. Do marijuana possession laws change in Rhode Island? Yes, it will be legal to have up to an ounce of marijuana in your possession and possession of between one ounce and two ounces will be a civil violation. Previously, up to an ounce was a civil violation, much like a parking ticket, and it was illegal to possess more than an ounce. So basically, it's like a slap on the wrist. And yeah, then they go on to talk about the expungement and how many retail stores we have and yada, yada, yada. So congratulations to all the potheads out there who will have more access to weed. Basically, you'll be getting taxed like crazy, but maybe it's worth it for you. It's probably a healthier choice, too, because I was going to have to test the weed. They have to, you know, there'll be regulations. So now you can get laced weed. You mm-hmm. know how, how people... You always hear someone say their weed got laced. Especially now with the fentanyl thing that's been happening. This is probably the best idea. And also the fact that weed was even illegal in the first place is kind of mind-blowing. Like, I understand the logistical reasons. Like, white people, racist white people, 
and power just want control of money, right? So if a drug dealer down the street is making $10,000 a week off weed tax-free, they're like, oh, no, we can't have that. And I think that was the biggest issue with weed because other than that, weed is harmless. You know, studies have shown so many benefits and, you know, to each his own. Do you want to be high? Go for it. You don't, then, all right, say la vie, mind your business. But we move on. So recently, Little Nas X has tweeted, thank you, BET Awards, and outstanding zero nominations. Again, black excellence, prayer hands. I heard that's not prayer hands, though. I heard it's a high five. What you think? I've been saying that for a long time. That is a high five? Yeah. Well, we're using it as fake prayer hands. I mean, it's prayer hands, too. It depends on the situation you use it. I hate when people send me prayer hands because you're not really praying. But anyway... So Little Nas X is mad that he, not mad, maybe not mad, but he is pointing out that BET is not nominating him again. And a lot of people attacked him saying, oh, you're not hip hop. You're not this. But if you watch the BET Awards, you'll know that there's not only hip hop categories. And it is Pride Month. The least they could have done was throw him a bone. And me personally, I like that album that he put out. The last one that he put out, mm-hmm. there was some bops on there. And he has one with Doja Cat that's really fire. And Jack Harlow. That song was the biggest mm-hmm. song in the country at one point. It was. Which I don't understand. But Lotto is nominated for two BET Awards. And I had the nominations here, but I lost it. But yeah, so the BET Awards are coming up. It's always in June, so it should be coming up soon. I think it's like in two weeks. I always look forward to the BET Awards because they're always fun and blackety black. But do you think Little Nas X is... Is a, is a award contender? Yeah. Do you think he deserves Absolutely. a nomination I mean, at least? He has one of the hottest songs of the year. You know, whether I like it or not. That's you don't besides like the it? point. I mean, it's cool. You don't like that John Carlo song? It's cool. You don't like the I don't. Scoop? I don't dislike it. School. School. Dang, I wish I had it. Queued up. That's cool. Anyways. If I, it comes on, I'm, I'll, I'll listen to it. I think he deserves a nomination, especially for this one. Isn't this his debut album? I mean, it all depends what, what category was he, he trying to get nominated for. It's not that he's trying to get and nominated for a certain category. List. It's that he's not nominated at all. He could have got nominated for... I was going to say video, but nah, he'll never get nominated for that video. That video was demonic. I mean, regardless of the songs, the, the just do the songs, not videos. But I think he's deserving of nomination. I even think he's deserving of winning. He had one of the best albums that year when it came out, both number what, wise and sound wise. I enjoyed it. Who's in the song category? What do you mean? Who's in the song category? Like, who, who are the people in that list? He's not talking about one category. No, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, like, if we if we were to go. And nominate him for something. I would put him for pop album. All right. So who's in that category? I don't know. Can we find out, please? Let's see. BET Awards 2022 nominees. Why not put him in hip hop, too? They put Doja Cat in every category. They put Doja Cat in R&B, rap, pop. I mean, but but in every category. But we can't, we, we can't do that because yes, Doja can. Cat is rapping on some of her songs. And so is he. What's the difference? Yeah. Are you being a homophobe right now? On Pride Month? Really? 
Yeah, sure. If that's how you, you where you want to go, on, sure. I'm being a homophobe. There's um, female R&B slash pop artist. He's not a female, so this wouldn't count for him. But there's Doja Cat already. Let's see. New artist. He's not a new artist. But congratulations to Thames, who's nominated. That's well-deserving. Um, male hip-hop artist. They could have squeezed him in there. It's J. Cole, Jack Harlow, Drake. He ain't winning. Yay, future. So it's just the nomination. What's the point of the nomination if you know you're not What's the win? point of nominating J. Cole? This nigga never wins an award. Never. J. Cole has never won a BET award, never won a Grammy, and they nominate him every year. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure J. Cole's been over it. But what's the difference? What you mean, what's the difference? You're saying J. Cole's over it, so we should nominate him. But you're saying, why nominate him if he's not going to win? Why not? J. Cole gets nominated. You didn't make the win. list. You didn't make the cut. But why? See you next time. But why not? I don't know. And I that's was, what he's trying to explain. That's yeah, what he's, he's trying to get to the bottom of. He's crying about little things like this. Like, he's a young kid. When, when you win in, you want to you wanna, you wanna do whatever you, you want. Cool. You're not making sense that right now. Make sense. Male R&B slash. <laughs> now what I'm saying is. Please stop. Male what, R&B what I'm slash saying pop is, listen, artist. Hold on. When he was winning, he was happy, right? Sometimes he. He only won one award and that was for that song. The, um, the old, one that the old kids love. Road. Yeah. The yeah, Dreams and still, Nightmares you, version for you, kids. You won. Okay. You won. Already. So what? That doesn't make. Like you don't need a, you, you, you don't have right the now. body of work to. To complain about it that much Yes he does Why doesn't he Cause he's gay no, That's why No, no Why you gotta use that As an excuse Because No he's an artist Like the other artists Okay like, but he had is, One of the best albums Of the year And he's not nominated Why I, I, I didn't hear his album So I couldn't tell you It's the uh, best Why album. didn't you Why didn't you click on it Because it, his music Doesn't really interest me but you click on other stuff that doesn't interest you. I do, but I didn't... See, we have to get to the bottom of why this kid oh, is not so getting play, why he's not getting media. He's getting a lot of play. The kids always play Lil Nas X. Exactly my point. So, so if he has a successful album with successful singles, and he has surpassed the kids' um, It's for the same reason NBA Youngboy is not on, on, on that list. Same ah. reason. NBA Youngboy is the hottest person. On with YouTube. No, with the young kids. He is one of the hottest artists. Yeah, but this has period, nothing to do with being like, a young kid. All right, so same thing for Lil Nas X. I don't he think got so. one of the best albums. Cool. So does NBA Youngboy, and he's not nominated he did for it, though. He didn't have no number ones last year. This is we're counting for 2021, the, the year prior to this year for nominations. If someone that has shown that their music is successful and they're not getting acknowledged by their own community, I would be mad too. I don't understand why this is so, why is this is so like out of this world for some people? Oh, he just wants to be, to have attention and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yes, it's, he works his ass off. Why not? Like every I'm, other person. I'm not mad at him Ari Lennox, when Ari Lennox, but also. Please, please let me finish. When Ari Lennox complains everybody sends her healing energy sends her prayer more g sends her hearts and we love you queen and you deserve the best okay same thing for this guy he feels like he's underappreciated and overlooked because he's gay and i agree with him a lot of people have given him backlash backlash because of his um uh what's it called like display of gayness i don't know if that's correct but 
Yeah, I think he's onto something. I think that... No, I don't think. I know that the black community is homophobic. You know that too. We all know that. The black community is homophobic. Gay rappers in hip hop is something that we're now facing. This wasn't always something out in the front. And um, whether there were gay rappers before, we don't know because they've never come out. So I think he's a trailblazer. And I think that he is setting forth the path for the future. And BET should, I'm not going to say be ashamed of their self, but I think they should really ask themselves, why didn't he get nominated? Why not? Why isn't his music held to a higher standard if everything else proves that it is of a higher standard? It just doesn't make sense to me. But male R&B pop, pop artists category is Blast, which having a great year. The Weeknd, Young Blue, another one. Chris Brown, Wizkid, Giveon, and Lucky Day. Did Chris Brown even drop an album last year? He did. No, he didn't. Yeah. Chris Brown hasn't dropped an he album dropped in like three single. years. Yeah, he dropped a single. He didn't drop an album. He didn't even drop a single last year. He dropped a single like a couple weeks ago. So that's another that's another thing I have a gripe with. You nominated Chris Brown and Chris Brown hasn't put out any projects. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm not on that. I board. think he has the right to be angry or the right to question it. BT come forth and say something for your boy. At least let him perform. But we move on. Because we spent too much time on this. So, Jada Pickett finally addresses the Oscars. As you all know, the famous slap has gone viral. Yo, did you see the video of supposedly a movie that Will Smith copied? It's literally almost word for word the same exact thing that happened. I wish, I'm going to pull it up, but I'll keep talking about Jada. So, Jada Pickett has her own talk show, The Red Table Talk, that is based on mental health. And she finally spoke out about the situation, the Oscars. I'm going to play it. What alopecia actually is. Now about Oscar night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. The state of the world today, we need them both. And we all actually need one another more than ever. Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years, and that's keep figuring out this thing called life together. What alopecia actually is. She basically said, me and my husband are still together, and y'all can suck a big fat one. Um, I cannot wait to watch that. Not only, I don't want to hear about the Oscars things, but just to hear her talk about the alopecia, because I don't know anything about alopecia. Um, so I think it'll be very educating Especially for those of us that are like, well, it's not a big deal. You just lose your hair. We don't know. But she will be talking about it on the Red Table Talk. How do you think, um, how do you feel about this here sneaky statement that she made? I mean, it's about time you addressed it. Did she it's didn't been have a while. To. Like, I could have gone without even hearing this, to be honest. Yeah, I think it was classy. Um, it's very on brand for Jada Pickett. And what else is there to say about it? There's not much else to say about this slap. I think what people want to hear most is Will Smith and Chris Rock talk about it. But I don't know if That's they ever will. Be, they will. And it's going to make no a lot of money. Listen, whoever the report is, is going to, it's going to level up. Please just don't let it be Gail. Anybody but Gail. 
Let it be Joe Budden. Let it be. Um, I can't. Get That'll be wild. Facebook. Joe Budden. Why would it be wild? Nah, Joe Budden's a great is. interviewer. Now about for Oscars. Sure. It's just whether it's Joe Budden, Nori. It definitely any, won't be Nori. It'll be no funny. offense to Nori. If if Nori was doing it, it'll be hilarious. Yeah, it would be funny. Actually, Nori tweeted a couple weeks ago or last mm-hmm. week how he wishes that artists. When they level up, they will still go to a Joe Budden, a million dollars worth of game and not like a Jimmy Kimmel and or not that not to go there. But why not go to those media platforms first before you go to those things? And Joe Budden had a very interesting conversation about that. And I was just talking to my guy, Mike, today about that, how a lot of people they will do like they'll come on Sparkle Podcast mm-hmm. now locally, mm-hmm. and then once they get big, we'll never hear from them again. They probably won't even answer a DM, DM like a comment, none of that stuff. And I often wonder, like, why? Why don't you do the same thing at a higher level that you did at a lower level? Especially if those are the people that supported you on your way up. That's your foundation, and. If you do that, it'll catapult. Like, just imagine what was out there, for example. For example, Euro. Perfect mm-hmm. example. We got Euro, let's say, before his time. Because we really have not seen his mm-hmm. time yet. He's putting out new music. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. How little we will market, market that. If he comes back to our show, what that does for us... It puts us in a different bracket. It puts us in a different bracket. And yes, you're not obligated to do that, but why not? It's giving back to the culture. We all level up together. This whole idea of I can't do this anymore because it's a certain demographic or it's just beneath me is kind of crabs in a in a barrel mindset. It's like I'm here and nobody else could come up here. It's like, no, nah, why don't you pull the rest of us out? And people were saying that he was throwing um, shots at Cardi B because she just did the, um, what's his name? The late night dude, David Letterman special Mm. on Netflix, which was actually really, really good. But why not do both? Do it all. Go there. Go to the million dollars worth of game. Go to, I'm not saying Cardi B should come on Sparkle Podcast, but if she did, it would be a blessing. But you know what I mean? Like we almost had her. No, we did not. Don't be saying, don't be spreading rumors. They they was trying to throw her at us. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm okay, not yes, lying about that. that. Yes, yes. They weren't trying to throw it at her. Shout out to Ruckus who was trying to have us, who was trying to get us to get a interview with her. Literally a week before she blew up, or two mm-hmm. weeks before she blew up, and Roundtable ended up having an interview with her. But that would have been fire. I did slide my face down the stripper pole that she used at Music Fiend, so that was nice. So I guess that's the closest we'll get to Cardi. (laughs) Shout out to Cardi. But you know, it's funny. Somebody DM'd her and said that she, they were like, I forgot the exact words, but they were like, yo, Cardi, I told somebody that you were my cousin. Can you just follow me back so they could believe me? And she wrote back and followed them back. So Cardi is, I think Cardi's a bad example. I don't think she's above anything of a lower tier like she still rides for the bronx she got mm-hmm. on that on that song recently that one where the, she's wearing um, I think. is that mm-hmm. his name i don't know his name but she recently just got on a song for these underground rappers she didn't have to do that she is cardi b so 
I don't think he was throwing shade at Cardi, but you know, now that you mentioned um interviews, I did see um Bad Bunny get back um to a radio station that supported him a lot. That's a, like in Puerto Rico? In Dominican Republic. Oh, and wow. That's it, fire. It was it was the only uh, well, the first uh interview that he did after the album dropped. His first and album? He, no, his last latest album. Oh, okay, okay. He made sure that it was to that radio station because mm-hmm. when he was a nobody, they supported him. Right. And that's the point. Mm-hmm. Like you should you should feel like I gotta give back. And unfortunately not everybody feels like that. Some people get rich. Fifty Cent said it in a song. I wanna get out the hood and never come back if I could. Not like that, but you know what I mean. But it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. But anyway, we move on to Jack Harlow. <laughs> so recently, I think it was, was it David Banner? I want to say so random. Is it David Banner? Let me click on this link. A rapper said that David, Dika David Banner, that Jack Harlow has white privilege in hip hop. And little Uzi Vert has come to his defense and said that he doesn't have no white privilege. He is just yeah. It was David Banner. He believes that Jack Harlow's whiteness is the benefit to his rap career, which I think is kind of ridiculous. Um, for Little Uzi Vert to say he doesn't have white privilege, I feel like is a broad statement. He should have been more specific. He doesn't have white privilege in hip hop, but in the grand scheme of life, he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think? Do you think Jack Harlow has white privilege in hip hop? Do you think he benefits? No, because white people are a minority in hip hop. Right. So if anything, he he has everything stacked against them. Yeah, I was. You know, the to same make thing. it as as a white male in hip hop, you know, it's, it's hard. very hard. It's very hard. <laughs> it's name, and I'm not name, laughing. Name ten, 10 white rappers right now. Quick, ten. Ten. That's easy. Vanilla Ice. You didn't say nice rappers. You said ten. Okay, fair enough. Vanilla Ice, mm-hmm. um, uh, Marky Mark, um, and his brother. That's two. Um, mm-hmm. Donnie the, and Marky Mark. They're rappers. They're rappers, but why does that count? You never said longevity. Okay, you didn't go, specify. Go, go. Keep, keep going. That's three. Eminem, mm-hmm. Jack Harlow, Mac Miller, Logic, Millie's well, from Boston or Massachusetts. Technically, Logic can't can't apply to just white rapper. But he's nope. He's he's mixed. He's still he's white. Not. Doesn't nope. matter. Um, I have two more. Let me see. You're thinking too hard. Ding ding ding. Damn. Oh, Paul Wall and uh, Macklemore. Took you a while. But I named them. But you see how hard Can it was. Can you name anybody? Did I miss anybody outside of that ten? Outside of that. Yeah, um, what's this kid's name? Um, you didn't even know his name. Um, Russ. Oh, how could I forget? You Russ? have uh, we named them all in history. N- no, <laughs> 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 that's actually mad funny, right? But, you, but you're not lying, time. like, um, there's not that many already, you know. So, for Jack Carlo to get to where he is, it's not privilege, he earned it. I think he definitely earned it. And he's nice. It's not like he's trash. Oh, Little Dicky, Action Bronson, Brother Ali. Who the hell is that? 
Weird Yao Yankovic. He is not a rapper. That is crazy. <laughs> Who made this list? Uh, Post Somebody Malone. Didn't know anything about hip hop. Literally. We forgot to mention Post Malone, but I don't think he's a rapper in my eyes. And Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. But yeah, um, I don't think he's. I think it's the opposite. I, he's been getting a lot of backlash. Miles um, Jones. Shout out to Miles Jones, who said that he's using a black scent. Like trying to talk black, but I think he just has a southern accent. I don't think he's I trying mean, to talk. But we all know the white kids that are mixing with a lot of other race. Yeah, races he's, he's from the city. Pick up on on the slang. They, you know, it's we're in twenty twenty two. We're not in nineteen sixty something. Right. It's you know not I mean? People, completely segregated. Exactly. So it's not a surprise to me. I I, I mean, people are reaching David. David Banner, it's a reach for me, bro. I think it's a reach too, and I understand though why white rappers get backlash because historically black people have been mm-hmm. oppressed in music, and hip hop at one point was like blasphemy. Like we rappers couldn't even get into certain arenas and venues, and they weren't allowed at the Grammys. So I understand why there's this gripe with like white people trying to be in the rap community because it's like this is our community let us have this but if the boy is nice and he makes good music and he's not saying anything racist and he's acknowledging other black rappers that came before him and he kind of you know knows his hip-hop history then why not accept him i don't understand what the problem is i think i think a lot of rappers just get mad because of the the drake card what do you mean Every every rapper, you notice one thing, every rapper that Drake stands next to gets a lot of hate. Mm. It's just an obs- so observation. David of Banner wants a Drake feature? Possibly. What would that even sound like? Nah, Drake that- is not woke enough. David Banner makes different music now. He changed his ways. His third eye is open. I mean, his third eye has been open for a long time. but Yeah, the hate is weird for me. Um, it's just it's just weird like like let the kid make his money you know i did i did say a few weeks ago that he's like the rap version of justin timberlake which I think just is because horrible. because it's the f- fact that he's the white guy everybody likes i guess but also yeah. but also he's just don't have a titty slip we don't need that and if it, you do let it be a white woman not a black woman <laughs> don't tarnish your career i don't know I think that argument is pretty pointless and is a dead end. But they do say on your way up, people will try to, you know, bring you down, tear you down. So I think he's like at the point of his career where he's really about to be a superstar. And I think that he's a leader of his class. And we're seeing like the next, I don't want to say Drake, that's too big, but we're seeing one of those guys be born. Like I remember when J. Cole was on, um, a star is born mm-hmm. on that jay-z album i just felt like ooh, this kid's gonna be something he's gonna be somebody so jack harlow is not the nicest spitter he's not super technical his word pays not crazy but he's nice he's a smooth dude i like him he's just chilling you know and he's cute the ladies love him we all we all have crushes on him so shout out to jack harlow for doing his thing and minding his business and he was on the 85 south show which I think is really dope that they even invited him there. Goes to show how accepting 
the black community is of him, which I think is a good sign. So just don't screw it up. Don't say nothing crazy because we will have to cancel. Let me stop playing like cancel culture is real because we were supposed to cancel Justin and we never did. Justin Timber, uh, Bieber, and he is at every black party. Listen, he is one with the blacks. Nobody is able to cancel nobody. Literally. So David Banner, you tried it, but it did not work. And speaking of Jack Harlow, it is officially <laughs> concert season, baby. Concerts are back in full effect. And, you know, we've been in this pandemic, which Fauci considered this country no longer in a pandemic. So a lot of the restrictions or all the restrictions have been lifted. Are you going and to any concerts? Um... I wanted to go to the Ade, I don't know how to say his last name, the Afrobeats. Ade May. No, just please don't try I don't, it. I don't. It's okay. We understand. I can't say it either. Um, the Afrobeats artist, but he'll be here tomorrow in Boston, so I'm definitely not going to that because I did not buy a ticket. But I want to buy my tickets for the Kalani tour and um, for the Burna Boy tour. I'm looking forward to that. Burna Boy, Kalani, and I wanted to go to the Roots Picnic, but I won't be there. Burna Boy will never come to Providence again. Well, he'll be in Boston. That's close enough for me. That's all I need. He you know, was crazy. You would have you would have gotten to see him at the Strand a few few months ago. I mean, a few years now. Damn. Yeah, he was here right ago. before the pandemic. Right I before think. the pandemic, it feels mm-hmm. like yesterday. Damn. I know, crazy. But the Roots Picnic lineup is crazy. If you listen to this, you know that we love talking about our Roots Picnic experience because it really was a life experience. Like, I'll never forget that. And this what part would you never forget? <laughs> obviously, the trampling. <laughs> um, but Joe Budden, seeing mm-hmm. Joe Budden live and how they did a live podcast, that was inspiring. And Common... Seeing Common literally like a yard away and realizing, damn, this nigga's really beautiful. Like his skin is flawless. His he has the most perfect head in the world. Like he's just so beautiful. But also Ari Lennox, everything, the whole experience. Yeah, seeing about- her. Uh, oh, you know what I love too. I was actually my phone reminded me today. It was three years ago. This um this year will be three years mm-hmm. ago. Ari Len, I mean. It was when Young Miami was pregnant and nobody mm-hmm. knew and JT was in jail and she came out and twerked all on her own. And she she held it. She held it down. She held on the fort. Shout out to Young Miami. That's that's commendable. But this year's lineup is ridiculous. First of all, Jasmine Sullivan. My heart is literally breaking in pieces because I got to see her already, but I want to see her like every day. Like, that's how good she was. That I want to hear her sing every day. She's amazing. Mary J. Blige will be performing with The Roots. That's going to be incredible. Summer Walker, Wizkid, Keisha Cole. Like, come on. SWV, Music, Soul Child, Rick Ross, Black Thought, Benny the Butcher, Masego, Kirk Franklin, G. Herbo, Tierra Whack, Freddie Gibbs, Mickey Guten? Guten? How do you say her name? Guyton, the country singer, the black country singer girl. Yeba, I love Yeba. Chief Keef, Robert Glasper, and Bi- DJ Jazzy Jazzy Robert Glasper and 
Bilal. That is R pure R and B bliss. G DJ Jazzy Jeff, excuse me, and Rakim, Babyface Ray, Mooney Long, and the list goes on and on and on and wow, on. Mooney Long. There'll be live podcasts, million dollars worth of game. They're mad funny live. Rory and Maul, the Quest Love podcast, Jamil Hill. This is gonna be so good. Earn your leisure podcast. I want to be there so bad. I'm like trying to think of ways of how can I get rich by tomorrow so I can go, but it's not possible. Probably get in that media possible. pass real quick. Imagine. Hey, send them an email for me. It's too late for Be all out. that. That's this weekend. That is literally two days from now, three days from now, but that's going to be fire. Rolling loud. There's a rolling loud too coming up. I think New York. Yeah. New, New York, New York rolling loud mm -hmm. with legal weed. That's going to be amazing. Shout out to um, everybody who's going out there. There was someone else I was looking forward to seeing that's live. I think I named them all. Oh, Kendrick. Would you go to Ken a Kendrick show? Hell yeah. Do you want to go? Possibly. You're you fake, yo. You if, gotta, if I was gotta, somebody. Yo, I just want the listeners to know that Ruben is, is my. Fake? He's my friend on the podcast, but in real life, he don't fuck with me. This is the second time I try to make plans with you. And you're like, eh, yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, sure. If you want to go, <laughs> like what? Why me? Just make the plans and make them happen. Let's Why go. I gotta make the plans? Because you're the one that thought of it. If I, if this I, is if I thought of it, it'd be I'd be like, niggas. "Yo, Christina, let's go to lies, uh, lies and propaganda." But then again, I don't go anywhere. That's a lie too. You always saying how you're tired and you're mad busy. Now you don't be going nowhere. See, it'd be your own niggas. <laughs> Yo, which one is it? Pick a side, pick a side. Anyways, that was it for the culture shock. Um, do you have anything else actually before we close out for the culture shock? No, nah, I mean Is there we, anything you want to say to shock up the world? To shock up the world. Uh <laughs> no. Okay. No, not really. I just want to get into pass me the ox. We're not getting in oh well, yeah, I guess we should do pass me the ox first. Okay, take us in. All right, so this is my favorite part of the podcast where we share with you what we've been listening to. Uh, can't even talk. Listening to um, lately, I'm gonna take the dogs for myself this week. Do that, do that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go Bad Bunny Aguaceros, Ooh. which means waterfalls. If you know what that, you know he's talking some nasty shit. Okay, bands. <laughs> Hey, hey, quédate en cuatro, que se ve precioso. Ese culito es un tramposo. Hey, si abres una iglesia, mago religioso. Exquisito, delicioso. Me la como y ni reposo. Hey, hey, baby, lo nuestro es amistoso. Pero si tú quieres, cuando sea, soy tu esposo. Ok, sí, sí. Encima de mí fue que te conocí. Hey, mami, tú eres así. No te haga, yo también soy así, ok Sí, sí, encima de mí fue que te conocí Ey, mami, tú eres así No te haga, yo también soy así Porque yo soy un cuero y tú también 
y tú también Si el calor es de 90, el agua será de 100 Vamos a pasarla bien Yo soy un cuero y tú también Y tú también Si el calor es de 90, el agua será de 100 Vamos a pasarla bien Yeah, that's a vibe I like that I'm surprised I don't have that in my collections But that's a really good song But Aguacero doesn't mean waterfall It means rainstorm It does Or rain, heavy rain Damn, I, mm-hmm. Are you Dominican even? Wow, that's crazy Dude. Yo you, sh- you should just let me roll in it I'm sorry, I have a you bad see, habit of not up. letting people no. roll No, but it's all good <laughs> Yeah. Can you pass me the aux? Oh, <laughs> I just passed it. All right, my pick of the week is very similar to this vibe. We are kind of on the same wavelength here. Mine is "Calm Down" by Rema. song for the first time i think it was earlier this year and i was like damn rema never misses i love that song i love the vibe and i think for me that song of the summer i'm gonna be playing that all summer long it's just so good i like it i like it i like it another banga makes me wanna shaku shaku you, you, tap into you do my the inner TikTok dances. no oh i could do it <laughs> i can only do that one you're a lot more hip than I am. I don't even know what you're saying. Right what? Now. That's crazy. Now nah, I'm behind. I'm behind. <laughs> Take us out of here. Where you been at? Not on TikTok. But yeah, that was past me the aux. Christina, do we have any announcements? Yes, the only announcement we have is that. Your favorite podcast will be at the PVD Fest. That's June 11th at 1 p.m. Pull up on us. If you are a creative entrepreneur and you are listening to this and you want to find out how to come onto our green carpet, not our red carpet, hit me up and let me know. I think we have two slots, three slots available. Um, We're filling up very quickly with some new friends and some old friends, and I'm excited. We'll just be interviewing people quick, 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 talking about the culture and just enjoying the day and enjoying the PVD Fest because it's back outside for the first time since 2019. And I want to thank the good people at PVD Fest for allowing us to be part of this. Um, It was kind of last minute. We were supposed to be at the 2021, but of course pandemic ruined that so i'm grateful that they squeezed us in and um 
hopefully next year we'll be on a stage and doing a real show and putting on a show and hopefully having somebody really cool as a guest. I'm aiming for Charlemagne. That would be dope, right? He did say he liked Providence. Speaking into existence. Charlemagne the God, we'll see you at PVD Fest 2023, but 2022, we will be outside. We will be on Fulton Street. That is confirmed. And 1 p.m. Fulton Street, PVD Fest, June 11th. Be there or be square. And that is all that I have. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this podcast today, yesterday, tomorrow, whenever it is that you're tuning into this. And, um, yeah, man, we're here for the long haul, baby. So take it or leave it. We outside. Sparkle Podcast is out of here. Season 12. I'm over it. I'm done. I don't want to talk no more. I don't want to talk to anybody about nothing. I don't want to go in the shade room and read stuff. I don't want to read the news. I just want to go home and worry about the function. The function is back June 30th. Down South, Dirty South, Little John era is the theme Follow The Function at The Function 401 on Instagram. You can find more information. If you want to be a sponsor, bring me your monies. I need your help. And if you want to be a vendor, um, you could DM me or email me, and I will respond to you, and we can get you. I have 10 slots open as of right now for vendors. And, yeah, and it's going to be at Crib again, so I'm outside. We outside. Dope, dope. Do you have anything, Bans? Not really. I'm excited to go on vacation. Okay. I'm excited. Um, I think this summer is gonna be life changing. Mm. Okay. You know, just putting it into the into the atmosphere, putting into the into universe. The you gotta do the work too. Oh, I am doing the work. Manifesti- manifestation is nothing without action. Shout out to B Diddy, my twin. Trust me, the work is working. The work is working. Word. So so long. Farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again, I said so long. Farewell to you, my... You don't know that song? (laughs) Yeah, but you're really into that. Hello, my friend. No, I said goodbye. See, we're closing the season. And this is why Ruben can regroup himself and snatch up that brain thank you everybody for tuning in if you are not subscribed to this podcast please do so now so you can be reminded of when we come back if you are watching this on youtube um this was probably uploaded two weeks ago don't know what to tell you but subscribe (laughs) like share comment tell a friend to tell a friend i am christina sev and you already know what it is your boy bands christina we have a spark up podcast see you after vacation peace out bitches Subscribe, bitch.